Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive in to today's Bible verse, Matthew 4, 3. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Bible verse is Matthew 4, 3. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Now, you may have heard sermons or discussions on the events surrounding today's verse. Before Jesus officially began his earthly ministry, the Bible tells us the spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted. But first he fasted for 40 days and nights. And so he was hungry or more like starving And that was when, when Jesus was in a weakened state, that Satan, his spiritual enemy and ours, attacked him. And he did so by attacking Christ's identity. If you are the son of God, he said in verse three, tell these stones to become bread. Then in verse six, taking him to the highest point of the temple, Satan said, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he, and that's meaning God, will command his angels concerning you. And they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. If you've heard or read discussions on this passage before, you might have learned how Satan attacks us when we're weak, when we're maybe tired, when we're hungry, discouraged or distracted. You might also have learned how to use our most powerful offensive spiritual weapon scripture to fight back. And those are important truths to hold tight to and to learn to apply But today, I want to look at how our enemy tries to attack who we are, as he did with Jesus. If you really are who you say you are, prove it. Do a miracle. If you're really God's beloved son, prove it. Do something dangerous, and let's see what your father does and how quickly he responds. Satan uses the same tactics with us. If you were really God's beloved child, 
you wouldn't be suffering like this. He would have given you that promotion, not Bill, not Janice. Have you noticed how blessed they always are? Obviously, God loves them, but not you. No, you're rejected. You're unseen. Or if you're battling mental illness, your enemy might whisper lies like, if you were really God's chosen, redeemed, and empowered child, you wouldn't struggle with depression or anxiety. You wouldn't struggle with fear. You wouldn't still be fighting those sinful tendencies. No, you're a fraud. You're rejected. You're insufficient. Consider how many of our temptations, our anxieties and frustrations come from feeling like we must prove ourselves, our intelligence, our competency to prove that we're a good mom or a good wife, that we're the one with the authority to lead our team or our ministry or maybe our church. If he can get us to believe him, to begin to doubt who we are in Jesus and who we are to Jesus, then our enemy can begin to weaken our hearts and ultimately impact our actions. If he can get us to feel deprived and ignored, we might grow bitter and we might begin to fight for what we think we deserve, even if that means causing someone else pain. Or when in social situations, instead of focusing on others in love, we'll feel driven to boast about all of our accomplishments in an effort to prove to everyone and ourselves that we're not the failures that Satan claims we are. When we feel rejected, we're also much more apt to view casual comments as an offense, which in turn triggers our defense mechanisms, which tend to drive others away, which we then take as proof of the lie, which leads to more defensive behavior. And this is a problem for numerous reasons. First, we in essence forfeit the joy, the peace, and the emotional and spiritual freedom that Christ died to give us. And we allow Satan to do what he's been wanting to do all along to steal, kill, and destroy every beautiful and life-giving gift that God has given us through Christ. Second, we distort his image. Third, we lose or forfeit a lot of our impact. You see, the joy, the peace, and the confidence of Jesus when experienced, it provides such powerful evidence for the gospel. Those spiritual gifts are enticing and contagious especially when others see us display those qualities in situations in which we should be anything but joyful or at peace. That type of spirit-infused life sparks curiosity and a soul-deep longing within those who don't yet know God, drawing them through His Spirit to Him, the life-giver. We're also less apt to get offended, to go on the defensive. We're more able to love freely without expectation or hesitation. We're also much less apt to engage in drama or with toxic people. Did you notice how Jesus responded to Satan's tactics? Did you notice what he did and didn't do? Yes, he used truth again and again. And each time scripture proved effective, Satan dropped the matter and tried to defeat Jesus another way and then another and then another. But did you also notice what Jesus didn't do? He didn't try to prove who he was. He wasn't like, Shut up, Satan. I am the son of God, the one the Old Testament prophets proclaimed, listing all the prophecies that he'd already fulfilled. He didn't do that because he didn't need to. He knew who he was and nothing Satan did or said could change that. We need to know in the depths of our soul who we are as well. You and I are loved by God. We are chosen, redeemed, adopted, 
and sufficiently empowered children of the King of Kings, Almighty Creator God. Those truths are the truest things about us. And anything that contradicts those truths is a lie. A lie to be captured and tossed aside, not mulled over and fed. And we need to take our insecurities seriously. We need to fight them with truth for our sake and for the sake of our relationships and for the sake of the gospel. Let's pray. Father, thank you for loving us so deeply. Thank you for choosing us and for redeeming us through your son. We are not rejected. We are not insufficient or unseen. We are loved. We are chosen, empowered, and called for eternal impact. When lies begin to fill our heads, when they cause us to doubt who we are to you and who we are in Jesus Christ, your son, give us the strength and the wisdom to cast them out. And step by step, day by day, lead us to greater confidence, to the assurance that is befitting a deeply loved child of God. Help us to recognize all the ways our failure to fully see ourselves as you see us negatively affects our behavior and our relationships. Alert us so that you can free us. Show us the roots of our insecurities. Help us to heal from wounds that cause those soul-deep deceptions to form and flood our souls with the boldness, the peace, and the joy that can only come from you. In the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.